0: The goal of schools pitting their students against their parents is no longer a secret operation. They're coming right out with it. Television show, the television show, South Park, hits it on the nose again when it comes to the culture, and the United Nations has decided the best way to deal with starvation around the world is to starve the United States. Let's talk about it. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you guys had a great day yesterday. Accomplished all your goals. Well, there is a big controversy out, and it is a big it is a big controversy, but I think we can take something different from it. Apparently there was a little boy, 10 year old, that went to a the Chiefs Raiders game in in Las Vegas, is where the game was played, and he was wearing the Indian headdress and his face painted was face was painted black and red. And he was cheering for the chiefs, obviously because their team colors are black and red. And they're named the Chiefs. so he's wearing the headdress. Now, the people from Deadspin, which I got to be honest with you, I have a link to Deadspin. I take a look at their crap, every blue moon. But not really, because it's crap. They're not a real, they are not a real journalist out outla- outpost. They're not really good. The writing is bad. I mean, it, it's one of those places that you got to think that artificial intelligence is writing their articles. They're just not great. I used to use them because they did have kind of a presence at one point. But they got worse and worse and worse, and I just gave up on them because it's just kind of like Vox. Vox is one of those places that was readable at one point. The writing was good. They were wrong about everything, but their writing was good. And then they went straight to hell in a handbasket. Now only serious hardcore leftists with no reasoning capacity whatsoever actually reads them. So they decided to post a picture of this kid, but only on one side. His right side of the face was painted black. His left side of his face was painted red. They decided to show him in a profile picture only with the black side of the face and the headdress. And the comment that was made was that it's impossible to believe. It's hard to believe that you can insult two minority groups at the same time. Now, needless to say, this was, and then they released an article basically calling this kid, this 10-year-old boy at a football game, a racist. They couldn't believe that the, uh, I believe it was CBS that was showing the game showed this kid, which they always do. I mean, the Raiders, they, Raiders, if you, they had showed the end zone, and I'm sure they did. If they had shown the end zone portion of the Raiders, they're all face painted black or silver and all dressed weird and stuff like that. That's It always happens at a Raiders game. I know I've been to a Raiders game. Anyway, so they were basically calling this kid uh, a racist because he was wearing a Native American headdress and he had half his face painted black, the only half they actually showed. And so they said he was running around in blackface. So he hates black people and he hates Indians. Well, a couple of things have gone wrong with this whole... First off, the first thing, you're picking on a 10-year-old at a football game. That's the first thing. Face paint at a football game has to be one of the most common things. There's no sport out there that has face paint more than a football game. They all do it. And he's rooting for a team called the Chiefs, which is a indigenous Indian name and the Chiefs refused to change their names good for them and he is supporting his team it's obvious there's no race racism thing here his parents said hey let's piss off blacks and Indians and and go out and dress our kid up like that." none of that happened he was just at a football game having a good time and they've decided to make a big stink out of everything. Well, it turns out that this kid ended up being part Native American. So, he was actually an Indian. And it's not like the amount of Indian I am, which is one which is 1% Indian. It is this kid was like 40% Indian. And the kid was like, "Hey, you know, I and the face paint matches the colors of the team." Now, the first thing I got to say about this comment is the comment about it's so hard to insult two different victim groups at the same time. No, it's not. It's really easy to insult two different, uh, different ethnic groups at the same time because you guys get offended by everything. You guys make up... There was an article last week or two weeks ago about how sleep... The fact that blacks don't sleep as well as whites is racism. It's somehow white people's fault. So I don't want to hear how you guys come up sidewalks, swimming. All of these are racist. You guys have made it so easy to be insulted, to sit there and say, oh, you insulted two people, two different ethnic groups. Of the same. No, it's, it's not difficult. It's not difficult to insult you guys. You guys are always insulted. But the point of this whole thing is, and this hasn't been discussed, is how easily the left will go after children. Now, I, I know if you watch Fox News, news today, you watched anybody, actually. You're You've heard this story. And you know that every conservative outlet and moderate outlet, like Fox News is not a conservative outlet, they're a moderate outlet, have all said the same thing. This kid's going to get rich. They're going to sue. They're going to they're sue Deadspin and everybody else all for it. Go for it. That's what should happen. This kid is going to win between 35 and $40 million because his name, he's been doxxed. We know his name. We know where he lives. We know the phone number. We know the parents. Apparently, they know what the parents do. So this kid's life has basically been forfeited. But what's amazing is they've decided to attack a 10-year-old kid. And it's got, really got to show you something. These people have no scruples. All the screaming that the left has about morality, and we're, we're hearing a lot about it, especially when it comes to the Israeli Hamas war, all the screaming that they're doing, we can't take serious, because they have no moral scruple, scruples. They'll go. I mean, it shouldn't shock us that they're going after kids. I mean, let's face it, they they want kids. They want kids to drug themselves and cut off their genitals. They they're pro-abortion. They want to kill kids. So this shouldn't be surprised. They don't want parents to have kids. They don't want a couple to have kids. So it shouldn't be a surprise that these people are Malthusians. I mean, these people are Malthusians. They, they want the population lower. They don't want kids. They definitely don't. And the kids that they have today, they want to make sure that they can't reproduce. These people hate children. But with that being said, we shouldn't sit back and listen to what these people have to say on any Any subject when it comes to morality they have none they'll go after anyone yesterday we talked about them basically praying in a 500 word essay that Donald Trump dies what do you think that is that's a call for an assassination that's what it is so whenever I see these people and they're talking about Hamas and they're and all the poor palestinian people that were remember i've said this i have said this what hamas did in israel was a horrid thing and morally what israel should do is turn turn the entire uh gaza strip into a parking lot and if people are there people are there that's war but to listen to the morality of all the little kids that are dying in 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 The Gaza Strip. Because Israel Israel has decided, hey, we're going to go in and we're going to take over. Because these people want to kill us and they just killed 3,000 of us. And they've got 200 hostages and crap like that. To hear the moral preachings of this group is just... it, It amazes me. It makes me shake my head. And it just... If we put it all into context, this group that is praising Hamas, that is saying don't kill Palestinian kids, would throw one of their own kids under the bus in seconds and not think of it. They will abort and kill their kids. They will cut off their kids' balls. They will drug their kids to make sure they can't procreate at any time in their lives. I don't want to hear moral morality from these people. And that's what I think we should learn. Now, hopefully, Deadspin will learn, and they'll learn the hard way, because a Native American kid is going to go and sue the living crap out of those people. They're probably going to go bankrupt, if we're all lucky. And we will not have any more wasted space on the internet by a group called Deadspin. And that's what I got to say about that. Let's get to our first story now. Okay, so uh, according to the post... You know, and speaking of... This is the other thing. The indoctrination shit that's going on with the left is absolutely incredible. Now, mind you, they don't care about kids. But they want them them on their side. So according to the post-millennial, on Saturday... On Saturday, a parental rights group, Moms for Liberty, posted pictures of a package they received in the mail which contained letters that students from Seattle Middle School allegedly made in class, claiming the organization was bullying LGBTQ youth. So they basically, somehow these people got a a bunch of letters basically saying that uh, the teachers are telling the kids that their parents are bullying gay kids or something. The package had return a return address of the SPS Seattle Public Schools and JSCEE John Stanford John Sanford Center for Educational Excellence, the headquarters of the district. In the so apparently this was sent by some teachers who didn't go for this. So this is systemic in the Seattle schools. By the way, it's systemic in the Seattle schools. We already know that it, it they these stories libs of TikTok on Twitter. And on their sub stack, they talk about this on a daily basis. This is not something new. In the package were cards that appeared to be drawn by children, directly calling out uh, the organization with phrases such as, say gay, gay is slay, stop being a rat, and stop bullying and excluding LGBTQ youth. The same messages were repeated on multiple cards. A letter was enclosed in the packaging from Anne Christensen, a social studies teacher and coordinator of the Gay-Straight Alliance at Jane Adams Middle School in Seattle, the letter read, Dear Moms, for Liberty, please read the enclosed cards from concerned middle school students in Seattle, Washington. When the post-millennial reached out for comment to the teacher, school, and district at an auto-response came from Christensen's, school, Christensen's email that read, Quote, thank you for contacting me. I'm currently on leave of absence and not checking email. If you have an urgent issue or question, please contact the assistant principal, Madeline Benz. I look forward to connecting with you when I return. So, in other words, this person didn't even want to deal with it. And by the way, that's the typical cowardice of the left. Everyone makes a a thing. All these people are standing up. They're going, no, they protest in large groups, they protest mass. They never protest against a right-wing group because they know they'll get their asses kicked. And we've got plenty of videos that show them getting their asses kicked. They always attack in groups. They never attack one. It's always 16 against one. Okay, they never do that. And they always hide. They never respond. They never open themselves up for debate. But I don't want to... But this is the evil of the left parents and their children are really the only relationship that is out there children do not have a relationship with anybody on the outside nobody outside of the family home gives a shit about a child i'm sorry it's true we learned that with the school system during the pandemic. We learn that with the government. with the, I mean, if abortion and affirmative care, which just means transing your kids, doesn't show to you that nobody outside of the home gives a shit about the kids, I don't know what else can tell you. But this is another example. This is a leftist school, and if it's in Seattle, it's far left. They all are. Indoctrination center that is trying to put a wedge between children and their parents. It is an evil, evil thing to do. Because the reality is those kids... Hey, and by the way, they like this. They like what happens when a child is separated from their parents. They like the depression that comes with it. The the fact that... They don't want to give more love to the kid. No, they don't want to replace the love that they get from a home to the kid. They just want the kid being completely independent and miserable. Let's call it what it is. They want the kids miserable. Because then they grow up good, miserable leftists. Leftists are miserable people. Why do you think they're pissed off all the time? This is just an evil, evil thing to do. And I don't know how else to make people believe that, hey, maybe we should stop supporting these people. Maybe we should pull our kids from school. Maybe we should get rid of the education for health because education for health education for um uh, department of education get rid of that get rid of the teachers unions destroy the teachers unions tell them hey you're done you're fired you teach this start firing teachers i know i know everyone uh, teachers are heroes teachers are not effing heroes they've got a job to do they got a job they got a very easy job they only work eight months a year for christ's sake Stop telling me how much hero teachers are heroes. You realize these freaking people have more awards given to them every year than any other profession out there, including the military? These people are not heroes. They work six hours a day. They don't even correct their own papers anymore. Half the time, they don't even have to pass a test to show they know how to add. They're not heroes. They're pieces of crap. They've got a job. Do your effing job and shut the F up. That's all you have to do. Teach the kids how to read, write, and add. And the reality is half those teachers can't do that. Frickin' homeschool your kids. I swear. I don't understand this whole concept of not homeschooling your kids. All the crap we're seeing. I mean, I see it here in Oceanside. I see it at our school. Oceanside High School and the middle schools that are hanging around here I see this stuff here I see it with my daughter who's now 20 years old or 21 where she came back from UCLA and she's arguing with me all on complete left hand left wing talking points and she's been completely indoctrinated and I keep telling her no you're wrong and this is why and she can't answer me she can't answer she just gets mad I don't even talk to her about it anymore but that's what these people do they're evil they're terrible f them okay south park i mean i gotta tell you there's a big reason why they have been running for 24 25 seasons i think they are only behind the simpsons for the longest running uh sitcom. Now, I love The Sims. I love South Park. I've been watching South Park for years. Um, They've gotten a little worse. They're not as good as they used to be, of course. And they don't do. And now they're on Paramount Plus, and I refuse to play pay for a subscription. So there's that. But they still hit it every once in a while. They hit it, and they did it again. And that in, in where they attacked this time was the the pandering. Of Hollywood let's listen to a little clip from uh, South Park now I do have to give this clip a little bit of, of introduction it's Cartman having dreams that everybody in South Park is being replaced by a woman of color simply because of the all the pandering Hollywood does so let's there here's Cartman talking to his mom and then meeting his friends outside it's pretty funny
1: Are you still here? You need to get going. I can't get going. I told you I don't feel well. What's the matter now? Oh, nothing. I just had explosive fucking diarrhea all night because you decided to get us KFC for dinner. You have KFC all the time. Yeah, and I have diarrhea all the time. You're not staying home all day and playing Baldur's Gate 3. Now let's go. Ugh. Have a good day at school, sweetie. Fuck you, Mom. This is bullshit. How do you get your mom arrested for child abuse? She wouldn't let you stay home and play Baldus Gate three, huh, fat ass? Who you calling fat, you heathen bitch? Dude, you don't want to miss school today. Clyde said he's gonna fart on Tammy Mullins during P.E. Tammy Mullins has sweet fucking knockers. Dude, Kenny, enough about Tammy's knockers. You sound like a white male trying to reestablish the patriarchy.
0: <laughs> Eric, it's okay. It's okay. Nah, nah. I had a dream that I was replaced by a diverse woman. Oh, not again. Yeah, only this time, it wasn't just me. They were taking all my favorite people and replacing them with diverse women complaining about the patriarchy. Will you check under the bed and make sure there's no Disney executives under there? I promise there's not. I'm scared, Mom. Will you please just look and make sure Kathleen Kennedy isn't under my bed? Kathleen Kennedy is not
1: under your bed. Can you check the closet? Eric, enough. I've told you there's no such thing as Disney executives who replace everyone you love with diverse women who complain about the patriarchy. Now be a big boy.
0: It took South Park a really long time to come up with that. I don't know what took them. I mean, they've been picking on Disney for ages. Uh, They don't like Disney. And they've been picking on Disney for a long time. But Kathleen Kennedy, yes, she is a terrible human being. She has ruined personally Disney, especially the Star Wars brand and Disney has basically destroyed absolutely everything uh, that they have ever made all the 50 years the 70 80 years that Disney existed that created their that, that all the great movies that created their legacy up until about 2010 have been destroyed in the last maybe five years. And they're beginning to get hit. They're beginning to get hurt. Uh, Fox News released an article. It's very good. it's I'm gonna read a lot of it. Um, this is uh, it basically is talking about how Disney is is really falling off the board and they may be discovering it, though I'm not really sure they're really embracing the fact that, Their woke ideology is working. So let's read this. The Walt Disney Company seems to have admitted, quote, its controversial political and social agenda, end quote, has hurt the company and shareholders, according to Jonathan Turley. Turley, a Washington University law professor and Fox News contributor, used the 300th birthday of the famed economist Adam Smith whose, quote, invisible hand, end quote, metaphor, explained how people could exercise their choice between particular products to put a spotlight on Disney's struggles. Quote, Disney appears to acknowledge that Smith's invisible hand is giving the house of mouse the middle finger. In a new corporate disclosure, Disney acknowledges that its controversial political and social agenda is costing the company shareholders, Turley wrote in a piece for The Hill. Turley then cited recent SEC Uh, Security and Exchange Commission, annual report which Disney acknowledged that, quote, we face risk relating to misalignment with public and consumer tastes and preferences for entertainment, travel, and consumer products, end quote. Well, you know, that's kind of a weak statement. It's not exactly admitting we're really screwing up. It's they're basically saying, well, you know, the tastes of the public are the problem. It's not really them. But we haven't conformed to the tastes of the public. I got news to you. The tastes of the public haven't changed. They've been the same. Everyone loved Beauty and the Beast. Everybody loved their, their movies in, the 2000, in 2000, between 2000 and 2010. Everyone couldn't wait to see them. They have changed. They have, instead of being the company that made Bambi and Snow White and Cinderella They're the ones that have decided that we are not going to be a company of Bambi, Snow White, and Cinderella. We're going to be a company of Woke. That's why you have now a remake of Snow White, where you replace Snow White with a Hispanic woman, who, by the way, hates Snow White. Why you replace the Little Mermaid with a black woman... Why you replace um, the same thing with Aladdin you repl- you made a live action of Aladdin with a black genie who by the way is not funny and nowhere near as funny as uh, as um, as Robin Williams. You're making a movie you want to remake ba- I mean there's talk of remaking Bambi, but wokeifying it so that Bambi's mother doesn't get killed or something. I don't know what they were thinking. Heck, it sounds like they're not even going to be making that new Snow White movie because of all the wokeness, and they know people aren't going to watch it. So, no, it doesn't really sound like that. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like they're basically saying, hey, people have changed, their tastes have changed, and we haven't changed with them. No, you've changed. Everyone else has stayed the same. I mean, Star Wars. They can't even release a Star Wars without women as the main characters. You have to have 17 heroic women. What they did in the last three Star Wars films was embarrassing. They made Han Solo look like a big old wimp-failed father. They made every male character they've made weak and stupid and incompetent. That was one of the great things about Star Wars. In the original Star Wars, everybody was was aligned to their appropriate alignment. Darth Vader was dark. Luke Skywalker was light. Princess Leia was light. Han Solo was on the light side, though kind of chaotic. And they were all competent. They were all smart. Darth Vader was as competent as... Way more competent, as a matter of fact, than Luke Skywalker. Because Luke Skywalker didn't know what the hell he was doing. And then they've changed it. In the last three movies, they sat back. All the males were stupid, incompetent, and didn't know as much as the women did. And it was a turnoff. It's kind of like, God, you know, Han Solo was a hero in the first three. And you make him look like a big puss in the last movie. In the movie he died in. It's just terrible. Anyway, continuing, quote, in an implied nod to Smith, the company observes that success of our business depends on our ability to consistently create compelling content and that generally our revenues and profitability are adversely impacted when our entertainment offerings and products, as well as our methods to make our offerings and products available to consumers, do not achieve sufficient consumer acceptance. Further, consumers' perceptions of our positions on matter of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain, uh, az- achieve certain of our environmental and social goals, often differ widely and present risks to our reputation and brands. Well, here's the thing. They, they say that, but they're not... Why can't you say, yeah, we went woke, we probably need to stop it? Why can't you say, hey, you know and basically Disney's admitting they've gone political and they basically said that a lot of the political beliefs that Disney has doesn't work with the other people how about this Disney can have their political stance they can want to trans the kids they can want climate change or whatever they can do all that just make movies and keep that shit out of it if they did that I guarantee you people will still see the movies Some of my favorite movies are very far-leftist movies. I like them. He noted that Disney and other companies ignore consumer backlash over corporate campaigns and that the company, quote, reportedly lost billion dollars just on four of its recent woke movie flops, but has continued to roll out underperforming movies as revenue dropped. Quote, for shareholders, it may seem counterintuitive that, that corporate executives would trade off profits, for political or social agendas. However, it does serve as a rationale for individual corporate executives who are professionally advanced when the cha- when they champion such causes, Turley wrote. Now I wanna I point out something. Um that crap only goes so far. It only goes so far when someone says, Hey, we're going for wokeness and yes we're, our stock is going to go from $220 a share to $98 a share, like it has in Disney. And we're going to stick with this mode no matter what. It only goes so far. People begin to stop investing if you keep dropping like a rock like that. Turley pointed to Bud Light executive Alyssa Heiden, Heischerfeld, heischer whatever, famously said the brand needs to drop its frat boy reputation and was heralded by col- colleagues even though her move went on to tank as a brand uh, tank that brand as a whole see here's the problem with these so heralded by colleagues so what Bud Light did with Dylan Mulvaney was heralded by all the colleagues within Bud Light but it tanked the entire the entire company. Here's the problem with today's work environment, with today's corporate environment. Now people who've been taught all this crap that everything I think is more important than what's best for the world, they're beginning to enter the corporate environment. So you got people like this Alyssa Heiderfelded or whatever, Alyssa Heider, Scheider, whatever. You got this gal who has been taught for six years because presumably she's probably got a master's degree from Harvard or some shit like that. For six years that her political point of view is the most important thing in the world. And she brings that into Bud Light, the company Bud Light. And she does it no matter what happens. And she stands by it and it doesn't matter what happens to bud they're just capitalist pigs right they're not doing the right thing they're just capitalist pigs but then the company tanks she gets canned because she's never going to change and then now bud light is is basically in the toilet they're still not being they're still not being sold in costco by the way bud light is still not being sold in costco because no one's buying it This is the problem when you put ideology ahead of reality. Reality, in this case, people need to buy your shit. Reality always hits hard. And when people are pissed off because of what you're doing, they don't buy your shit. I do this all the time. I don't buy Nikes. I never buy Nikes. I don't buy an iPhone. Why? I don't buy an iPhone because it's made by China. All that shit's made by China under slave labor. That's not a boycott. I'm just not going to buy it. So there's that. So Disney is taken in the butt. Supposedly they, uh, they're they learning. I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're learning. Maybe they'll learn a little bit with this new movie they've just released that is tanking beyond all belief. According to, post, uh, according to po- the post-millennial, Disney's latest animated movie, Wish, co- which centers around the entertainment giant's first Afro-Latina heroine, tanked at the box office during the usually profitable Thanksgiving weekend. So let's see. She covers all of the victim groups. She's black, half black, half Latino, and a girl. There we go. And by the way, the man, the king, the guy, the the bad character is, of course, a white man who kind of I think happens to be here. If I haven't seen the movie, I'm not gonna see it. So the movie was projected to make between 45 and 65 million dollars this weekend, the past uh Thanksgiving weekend. It made about 19 it made about 19 million in the United States and 31 million over the five-day holiday. It didn't even, over the five days, it didn't even make their goals. Now, to give you a hint on how bad this movie's going to do, the budget of this movie was $200 million. And that doesn't include marketing. They said that this movie would need to make a billion dollars to break even. Does it sound like it's going to make a billion dollars? If it's sucking eggs on the first weekend, it's only gonna get worse from there. and by the way, that's after their release of the Little mermaid which tanked it's it's in the red. it never made a profit I, I mean are these guys ever going to learn? Well I think there's a real there's a real point in Cartman, Star Wars for example, Star Wars is tanking left and right. They've released two additional Star Wars series on Disney Plus, which, by the way, has lost 70 million subscriptions. They're doing terrible. And both of them are terrible. No one wants to watch them. Even The Mandalorian is kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it, the Mandalorian had one good episode, everything else sucked. Star Wars has lost something like sixty percent of his value since Disney took it over. It's not a shock. The Ray series, the the episodes seven, eight, and nine were terrible, and all because they went woke. I mean, shit. They had a they had a gay couple kissing at the end of episode nine. Nobody wants to watch this shit. Maybe Disney will learn. But I've got a feeling if the only way we're going to know, we'll know Disney whether Disney has learned or not, whether Kathleen Kennedy is fired, because she person, personally, single-handedly, has put that company in the toilet. And she still has a job. She has personally ruined the Star Wars franchise. She still runs it. So the question is going to be, well, if Disney is going to change... Kathleen Kennedy is going to be fired. Half of the senior staff on the Di- on Disney's board is going to be fired. That is the only way we'll know Disney's going to change. And since nobody on Disney has been fired, you can assume Disney's not changing. And hey, maybe Snow White will come out and we can have a good laugh at that one. Okay, this is great. You, you got to love this. So, and you know we've got a we've got a food shortage problem in the world i know food equity is what they're calling it but we've got a food shortage and it basically is a supply chain and it's a it's a culture problem for example a lot of people are starving in africa a lot of people are starving in africa because you've got poor governments you've got poor or militant governments i mean somalia is run by warlords you've got bad land that people for some reason are living on. So you've got major starvation. You've got starvation in other countries like North Korea and China. And the reason you have starvation in North Korea and China is you've got incompetent governments who, are, again, are running by ideology and running to keep their power. And by the way, everyone who runs those, they're not starving. Kim Jong-un is not starving. Matter of fact, the guy might have diabetes Xi Jinping is not starving in China. He's doing really well. As a matter of fact, a lot of these countries that want to force you not to eat are are not starving. They they are not going to change their diets. They're fine. Bill Gates, who wants you to stop eating meat, is not going to stop. Well, he's a vegetarian, but he's not going to stop eating. He's not going to starve. He can eat as much as he wants because he can afford it. Well, here's another example. According to uh, another example of do as I say, don't do as I do. Okay, because we already know what the United Nations is like. Those guys are a bunch of corrupt pigs. According to Fox News, a lead United Nations agency overseeing food and agriculture policy is expected to issue a roadmap in the incoming in the coming weeks, which will call on the West, including America, to dramatically reduce its meat consumption. You know what? I've got something to say to you. F you. No. No, I'm not going to stop eating. Matter of fact, I'm going to have a steak tonight. Just because these mother effers said that. The UN's Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO, will publish its so-called Global Food Systems Roadmap during the upcoming COP28 Climate Summit in Dubai, which will kick off on Thursday and extend nearly two weeks until mid-December. FAO's first-of-its-kind document will recommend nations that, quote, over-consume meat, end quote, to limit their consumption as part of a broader effort to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, Bloomberg reported. I want to point something out to you. Uh, I think it was 2018. I did. I've been doing podcasts for a really long time. Uh, I think it was 2018. There, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in her Green New Deal, which everyone mocked, including the left mocked. She said we needed to stop eating meat and all be vegetarians and eat bugs because cows fart. And they add a substantial amount of carbon into the atmosphere. And everyone, including the left, laughed at her. Does, is everyone laughing now? They're pushing us to eat bugs. They're pushing us to get... Ireland is pushing to cull millions of head of cattle in Ireland so that we can get rid of cows farting. And by culling, it means killing cows. Because they, they worried about this crap. Now, they're basically saying, in the United States, stop eating meat. Do you notice the left always takes away? They never add. They always take away. So you want to take away my steaks? Because of climate change? F you. That's not a thing. Continuing with the article, the failure of leading meat and dairy companies to reduce emissions underlines the urgent need for more policy focus on food and agriculture sector on the food and agriculture sector james kohler said food system emissions deserve a place at the top of the table we were making fun of this five years ago now the united Nations says hey this has to be a a, this has to be number one now that we come after remember five five years ago we made fun of this now it's number one amazing alongside energy and transport as they represent an estimated third of the greenhouse gas emissions and 40 percent of methane by the way everyone farts everyone farts if we go for this and we get rid of the cows because they fart how long do you think it'll be before we get rid of some non-essential human beings because we fart and we already know they define non-essential they did it in 2020 with the pandemic Don't think that these people are not into eugenics and Malthusianism and want to get rid of part of the human population. They do. They said it. Bill Gates has said it. That we have too much population. We need to call the population. That's what Malthusianism is. With Malthusianism, they actually believe that in parts of Africa where people are starving, you should just let them starve because that'll be less population. This story really annoys me. I mean, it's here's the thing, no. No. I'll finish this statement, though. Investors hope the first-ever publication of Food and Agricultural Roadmap at COP28 this month will catalyze the transition to 1.5 degrees, and a more sustainable food system. We've got a very sustainable food system. We do. We produce more food now than we ever have. We produce so much food, there is not any reason that people are starving in the world. There should be no reason anybody is starving. People are starving because of politics. People are starving because of culture. They're not starving for lack of food. So, you know, this sustainable, I keep hearing we need a more sustainable food system. Here's something amazing with our food system in the United States. I think we need to change our diets in the United States. And it'd be great, yeah, if you didn't have to kill cows to you eat meat. But until you can find something that works, we're going to kill cows until we eat, until, uh, and eat their meat, until you find something that works. For example, all that fake meat, this is, some, this is a little health lesson. Meat, chicken, cow, pig, fish, they contain 16 amino acids of protein that the body has. All those fake meats, you know, the Wonder Burger or whatever the hell it's called, do not contain any of those, do not contain any of those proteins. They they contain less than half of those uh, amino acids. If you're an athlete, you have to eat meat because you, are, you need that protein to heal your muscles. So the fact of the matter is, uh, and, and bugs, bad news, they don't produce it. And as a matter of fact, they produce proteins that are bad for us. Eating bugs is actually, outside of a couple like grasshoppers, it's poisonous for people to eat bugs. So it's all stupid right off the bat. Okay, so we... Man, wow, we're really running late. But I have to get to at least one of the dumber dumbasses of the day. So let's do this dumbass of the day. And here it is. Sleeping is racist. I, I know. I know. Sleeping is racist. Because black people don't sleep as, white, as well as white people and therefore it's white people's fault that blacks don't sleep as well as white people. Of course, I had nothing to do with this gal's calculations because I don't sleep for dick. But anyway, let's listen to this broad.
1: Let's talk about the sleep gap. Did you know that black Americans do not sleep as well as white Americans do? The Center for Disease Control and Prevention conducted and published research in 2020 on sleep in the US. The results showed that 43.5% of black or African-Americans had trouble sleeping, compared with 30.7% of white respondents. Black and Latinx people in the US spend 15% of their night in deep sleep, which is the most restorative and regenerative phase of sleep, compared to 20% of white Americans. Poor sleep is a public health problem. Whether it's because of historical stress, maltreatment or health inequities, black Americans do not sleep enough. And poor sleep is a feedback loop and the effects of poor sleep mean you're more likely to get bad sleep again. This sleep gap is worsened for people that are low income, disabled or undocumented. Looking back to the enslavement of black people in the US, fatigue has been used as a measure of control against black people this is why several campaigners and academics are pitching sleep as an act of resistance for the black community to rest even to take naps is an act of self-care is an act of resistance so this black history month to any black person watching this video remember to rest
0: you got that slavery that's why black people can't sleep I mean, I don't know what that has to do with Latinx people and uh, undocumented people. First off, this gal should be completely ignored right off the bat. Simply because, one, she's not even an American. So who gives a damn what she's got to say? And two, she uses the term Latinx. And three, she brings in undocumented undocumented people, which means illegal aliens. Which is kind of, okay, what does that have to do with any of this? It's the United States fault that somebody from outside the United States can't sleep that's our fault I here's the thing what we can take from this more than anything is and by the way it's resistance to sleep so now if you sleep in and you don't go to work you're just protesting right you you're late for work because you overslept you're and you're a black person you protested. That's what you did. That's what it is. These people are so effing stupid. I can't. Here's what you really can see from this these people are running out of things to call us racist for. They really are. I mean, if we were beating blacks with billy clubs, with dogs eating them, they would have something to talk about. That's not happening. And so they gotta come up with just any type of BS and rationalize I can rationalize why the can that is sitting on my desk right now holding my Coca-Cola is actually racist. I don't know if you remember my 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 racist day it was a podcast I did a long time ago where I sat back and I wrote down everything that I did during the day and then made it into something racist. And I was able to do that. I if I remember correctly, maybe I'll play it again. If I remember correctly, I woke up and because I'm a white male, I I that's racist. Because I'm a white male, I'm a white supremacist. These people, they're running out of they're running out of things to call racist. They really are. They they're running out of ideas. They can't use things that are very racist, like discrimination like we had in the 50s or segregation like we had in the 50s. They can't say that. They can't say voting, blacks can't vote. They can't say that anymore. They can't say that uh, blacks are being lynched because that's not happening. They can't say that laws are being made against black people. They try, but then that's easily defeated. Now they're coming up with sidewalks, swimming, and sleeping are racist. Uh, whatever. I hope you guys have a great day. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.